0: An open letter to Ethos Capital, insights for after-action analysis of the recently failed .org sale, published in the DNS Decrypt by Greg Thomas on May thirteenth, 2020. I am a .org registrant and longtime contributor to Internet and DNS policy. Some say I'm the community crank. But I didn't fall off the turnip truck last night, and I get deeply concerned whenever representatives of shadowy moneyed interests talk about strengthening the multi-stakeholder model. My concern is particularly heightened when said representatives of shadowy moneyed interests make such statements in the context of having been denied something desired. However, setting all that aside, I'll offer a few insights free of charge. Lord knows that the multi-stakeholder model is not without its faults, but in this particular instance, it worked as intended. What inhibited Ethos' transaction, rather, was a veritable grab bag of unforced errors that belied what would otherwise have been a fairly decent marshalling of optics and retail politicking. First, it's all about people. Ethos' initial significant misstep was allowing Foddy to bring it anywhere near the DNS. This is because, while on paper it may appear that he would be the perfect Sherpa for the type of deal that Ethos tried to accomplish. In reality, he left ICANN deeply mistrusted by a wide cross-section of the community. This lack of trust is well-founded, considering that his tenure is marked by rampant cronyism, cynical opportunism, and after leaving early and abandoning the organization in the final days of the IANA transition, a legacy of an organization somehow less than it was when he took the reins newly independent but saddled with enormous payroll costs and other expenses that continued decimating the balance sheet and were justified by overly rosy revenue projections that were to come from what turned out to be an albatross of a new GTLD program injecting enormous volume of new supply in search of demand. The repercussions of his tenure are still being discovered, let alone addressed, and likely have shackled ICANN and the DNS for some time yet to come. Ethos also relied heavily on proposed binding public interest commitments and sought to leverage Foddy's hand-picked compliance soothsayer, Alan Grogan, for seeking community acquiescence. Yet, Ethos failed to consider that Mr. Grogan was a well-known skeptic of PICS as ICANN's most senior leader of contractual compliance, and had Ethos asked, any number of people might have pointed out that he had stated publicly on more than one occasion, that picks are unenforceable. Regarding the initial additional new community resources in the amount of $10 million, it seems a bit paltry, perhaps even slightly insulting, when considering that ICANN's recent $20 million payday is twice that. Ethos also reveals nothing but inexperience with running a registry by referring to .org registrants as customers. At least for the legacy registries, Registrants may be users, perhaps, but they are not customers. Although, because of the high number of mission-driven organizations who rely on .org, Ethos may have had its hands full with mission-driven registrants armed with torches and pitchforks once it became clear what was actually meant by the artfully constructed phrase, no more than 10% on average, with respect to pricing. The on average part being the real kicker and where potential future mischief would likely occur. But I digress. If Ethos gets the opportunity and chooses to let it, then experience will teach that the customers of a domain name registry, particularly legacy registries, are the registrars. Registrars are the workhorses of the DNS and are too often unrecognized, underappreciated, and undervalued for the role they play in the ecosystem. You see... Registrars actually compete in the market and as such must undertake costly activities like marketing and customer service. Registrars have to worry about margin and managing ex- expenses can be an existential exercise. Legacy registries are monopolies granted by the US government whose startup costs were underwritten by the American taxpayer and that have become anti-competitive oligarchic monstrosities that print cash while every other market participant does all the work. As a private equity firm, I'm sure Ethos views this with professional envy, who wouldn't like to print cash like the Fed engaged in quantitative easing. But zooming out a little for some perspective, one might remember that competition and innovation are the twin engines that drive virtuous prosperity. However, legacy registries don't compete, and having worked for the biggest domain name registry, twice, I couldn't point to anything resembling innovation if my life depended on it. This means that enormous value is being taken out of the economy, out of circulation, essentially, without any commensurate value being provided in return. In our global new normal, where recession is the optimistic view, how much longer will such economic injustice be overlooked before Leviathan reaches out its heavy hand? In the final accounting, Ethos may have just dodged a bullet.